Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Training Well Done, your podcast on the what, the why, and the how of quality training. And this is your host, Coach Donald. So I know I do a lot of these episodes while I'm driving. I'm walking on this one. I just got done with a workout. I feel like Coach Tony really doesn't like me sometimes. You can tell him I said that. He's heard me say this before because the man will give me just so many reps of really hard exercise, and I just don't understand. I mean, I do understand. I just don't like it. So I had to do sets of 12 deadlifts, and you know how when you're working out, and you know you're about to sandbag, right? I did three sets, and I did them incrementally heavier. So I did like 135, and then I did 185, and I was about to go 205 with the 10s on. And I got the 10s in my hand, and I'm like, uh, let me just go grab the 45, put the 45s on here, do the 225. And I feel it right now because I haven't been deadlifting a lot lately, uh, let alone set the 12. So at any rate, we had a good workout. Um, did these pistol squats. They also really were irritating to me because my left knee is just so much weaker than my right knee. I'm going to have the bad meniscus in, and uh, it's very annoying. So anyways, I'm walking to the park because I need to eat. And I'm going to go to my favorite place, Everyday Cafe. Shout out to them. So I'm walking through Westinghouse Park right now. Um, I ride my bike there sometimes in a surprisingly short walk to get over there. Um, so anyways, what I want to talk about today is another piece about injuries and um, something to think about with hip right? So last night I uh, was at track, coaching track side, and one of the kids... Uh, when she first came to us, we helped her get through an Achilles and calf issue that she was having a year ago. So she was able to successfully complete her cross-country season this year. Um, and the secondary thing that she's been dealing with has been hip flexor problems. Now, I honestly think, I mean, the coaches talk about this, that this kid does a lot of planks. It's like a thing that they, that she just does with her the family. And I, I think the lots of the all the planks... I feel like it's done something to her hips, but we're not sure yet. But this particular hip flexor thing has been like a year-long issue, but nothing seriously detrimental. And so over the last year, we've worked on it. It's been like a lower hip flexor issue. And then now, she was telling me last night, that it has shifted to be like an upper hip flexor, like deep. So when we think about that, this iliopsoas complex. So what I want to talk about real quickly with you today is exactly about the hip flexors, what they do, where they are, and how to help them. And something that that came up through this conversation I had with this athlete yesterday was how we can actually, how there are different parts of the hip flexor to hit. Um, And it helped me open my mind and my thought process up to dealing with hip flexors. So what's your hip flexor? So I want you to stand still. I just stopped walking, and I want you to lift your leg up and, pull your, and just lift your knee up to your chest. All right, put your hand in the crease of your hip and do it. You feel the muscles that got tight? Hip flexors in a nutshell. You have a few different ones. So you have a rectus femoris, and that is a muscle that um, actually extends from your pelvis bone in the front all the way down to the, it crosses your knee joint. It's a bioarticulate muscle. Um, that is, or if you look down at your quads, it's the most superficial quad. Then you have uh, the one that's the most popular and the one that I'm going to talk about today, your iliopsoas. 
Now, the iliopsoas is actually two different muscles. You have your iliacus, which when you think about your pelvis, right, so your hip bone, um, if you put your hands on your hip, you have those big old hip bones, and then you know how like your guts essentially sit inside of your hip bones. Well, the inside of either hip bone, that hip bone itself, that big bone is called your iliacus. Um, your iliac, I'm sorry, it's called your iliac. All right. And then the inside of that, so if you hold your hands together in front of you, like a bowl, that's how your hips are essentially, it's like a big bowl. The inside of that is called your iliac fossa, right? The iliacus muscle starts there. So the iliacus muscle starts in the inside of this pelvis and then it attaches to the big thigh bone, to the front of your big thigh bone, all right? And then the psoas muscle actually connects in the spine. And if you, you know, think about it, um, your spine is in the back, but you have all your guts, right? That muscle goes basically up behind your guts to your spine. Well, it comes from your spine under your guts, essentially, to the top of your thigh bone, all right? And they kind of, they merge at the bottom. So it's like a wishbone, essentially. If you can envision a wishbone, these two muscles connect like a wishbone. So one comes from your spine, the other comes from the pelvic bone, and they attach together on your thigh and lift it up. Well, when we think about hip flexor issues, this is actually something that I've struggled with playing ultimate frisbee in the wintertime. If I'm, like in the wintertime, I don't feel like warming up, even though it's literally the time that's most important to warm up is in the wintertime. It, it's already cold, I just wanna play. But if I do that, I have, over the years, had light strains in my hip flexor from doing that. Now, often we think about hip flexors and we can feel it, typically, it's the lower part of the hip flexor. So when we think about that iliopsoas, um, and there's another pectineus, that's the other, no, not the pectineus, it's a, uh, not the pectineus, that's in your butt. There's another small hip flexor muscle in the front of your body that comes from the front of your hips down. I just can't think of what it's called. Somebody um, shoot me a message and tell me what that was called. Small muscle. But we often think about when we have hip flexor pain, at least one thing that I, I consistently think about in a lot of the exercises that I'll have athletes do, usually it targets the lower part of that, so the part that attaches to the thigh bone. But what this athlete was presenting, she was like, this is like this deep pain, all right? And so in the deep pain part, um, where it's like she can't really feel it, actually, that's really getting to the top of that iliopsoas. And, you know, we think about stretching. Typically, athletes will do a big long lunge stretch. So you get yourself in a long lunge and you stretch the, the hip. She's like, I can't get it there. That's because it's really the deeper, deeper part. And usually strain muscles anyways. If you're a frequent listener to this podcast or you're somebody that trains with me, you know that we do not always want to be straight, stretching strained muscles. We need to strengthen and isometrically contract strained muscles um, to be able to get them out of the strained position. Well... One thing that, um, something that you can think about doing in strengthening your hip flexors in the top, deeper part are different abdominal exercises, actually, traditional ab exercises, like six inch holds, uh, flutter kicks, these type of exercises that actually involve extending your thighs out and then being able to use the low abs in the top of the hip flexors to bring your thigh bone up. Essentially, what you're trying to do is use the top of those hip flexors to bring your femur in, and you can do that while you're laying down. Um, you can also do that through doing some more traditional sit-ups, actually, 
And funny thing is, in the strength conditioning world, sit-ups are relatively demonized as, like, weak core exercises. Oh, no, you need to rotate and you need to, like, use deadlifts to, like, work on your core stability and all this. And, you know, these things are all valid, but there's a time and place for being able to do traditional abs. And I used to be one of those people for years. Coach Kyle is probably the reason I've softened up on that. And I have independently continued to soften up on that over the last year. Um, as these things have a time and place. And when it comes to getting the hip flexor stronger and the low abs stronger, well, traditional sit-ups in, in those type of ab exercises do a good job of that. Another way that you can help with those hip flexors is hanging leg raises, right? So you're hanging down from like a pull-up bar and then you are raising your legs up, all right? That's literally, that's literally hip flexion, okay? So being able to do those nice and slow, being able to do those in an isometric fashion, you know, lift your legs up and hold, being able to make them eccentric and lowering your legs down are also ways you can work on that. So to conclude, a hip flexor, all right, the main, the main hip flexor that most people think about um, are, is the iliopsoas complex, all right? Your psoas, which connects from your spine down to your femur, and then your iliacus, which connects from the inside of the bowl of both sides from your pelvis, from the inside of the bowl down to that femur, right? They connect like a wishbone on the attachment site, and they lift that leg up. And, you know, that comes from this one, comes from your spine, one comes from your pelvis. You also have a smaller one in the front that I can't think of the name of, as well as your rectus femoris, which connects from the front of that pelvis down across your knee that also lifts your thigh up and bends your knee. All right. There's a couple different ways to hit those. So you can do low, like leg lifting exercises. So one thing that we do at GHP a lot, like if you take bands around your feet and then you do leg raises. So think about bands tying your feet together and then you're doing leg raises. So those, um, you can just put a weight on your thigh and do leg raises. I find that those often hit the lower part of those hip flexors, mid to lower part of the hip flexor muscles. And then being able to do these more traditional ab exercises or like hanging leg lift exercises, you can hit the upper part of that hip flexor. So we can keep those nice and healthy, especially now that it's winter time because cold running hip flexors and hamstrings are muscles that are very likely to get hurt. So um, hope that was helpful. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share that with somebody. Um, this podcast also, remember, is sponsored by Global Performance. So make sure you go check out the site, check out the ebooks that we have in the description link below um, in the podcast description. And then we'll catch you next time, all right? Ciao.